the team with the biggest support in Glasgow and the West. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Yes, three o'clock kickoffs just moments away. We've given you the build-up for Motherwell against Kilmarnock, Dundee Hearts, Hibs, St Mirren. Of course, it was Aberdeen one, Celtic one earlier on today. Let's go back to Ibrox. David Friel is there, building up to Rangers against Livingston. You can give us a recap of the teams and a bit of colour. Yeah, Andrew. Just you can feel the atmosphere building here. It's going to be a sellout to Ibrox. Big chance for the Rangers to close the gap on Celtic after that drop Petodri earlier. Mohamed Diamandi, he's not in the matchday squad, the new signing from Nordischland. He's just been paraded to the fans in the pitch, and you can just feel the sense of expectation inside. Ibrox Rangers fans expect three points, are demanding three points. If you look come on, it will be exactly the same. I think they're also going to be looking forward to seeing their team in home soil again. It's been a month since Rangers played a competitive game here against Kilmarnock at the start of January. There's only been that friendly against Copenhagen since. This actually starts around a four successive games at Ibrox for Rangers. Aberdeen visiting midweek, here coming Scottish Cup duty, and then it's Ross County after that. Philippe Clermont is a perfect domestic record at home, six wins out of six. I think everybody's expecting a stroll for his team against a struggling Livingston today. David Martindale's side before and after his time have never won here, and they pretty much need a miracle today. Clermont has opted not to throw... His two most recent signings in from the stats. I said, Diamandi, he doesn't make the squad, he's not fit enough yet. Oscar Cortez, alone signing from Lons, the young Colombian winger, is on the bench. He could feature at some point. Fabio Silva, who also arrived in January at the start of the window from Wolves, gets an odd up front with Cyril Dessers. Rested. He's one of six changes from that St. Man win last weekend. Run through the Rangers team for you again. Jack Butland in goals, James Tavernier, Connor Goldson, Leon Balligan, and Borna Barisic. John Lundstrom and Ryan Jack as the sitting midfielders. Ross McCausland, Todd Cantwell, Robbie Matondo in behind Fabio Silva. Subs for Rangers are McCrory, Yilmaz, Suter, Dessers, Longs, Wright, King, Raskin and Cortez. Levy, they line up, Shamal George back in goal for Michael McGovern, Jamie Brandon, Sean Donnellan, Ayo Obelai, James Penrice, Derek Carson, Jason Holt, Mo Sangari, Scott Pittman, Andrew Shinney and Joel Nubley. Rangers players just finishing up their warm-up here, just taking off their tracksuits. James Tavernier getting into shake hands with Andrew Shinney just before the start of the game Rangers what a chance it is to close the gap in Celtic I can only see a home one here Andrew Clyde One Super Scoreboard Goal Flashes with M&D Green Pharmacy is quitting smoking your goal visit them to get started already underway in some of the games just getting underway at Ibrooks as well let's hope that some of the action of the three o'clock kickoffs is as good as what we saw in the second half at Pitodre but before any early action happens why don't we get some predictions from you three Hugh's off to a flyer already he predicted mm, one, one, one all between yep. Aberdeen and Celtic how do you see the rest going at Ibrooks we have a game where the away team literally have no chance whatsoever so it's a home win for Rangers I'm going for Kilmarnock to beat Motherwell Dundee Hearts for me a draw Hibbs will beat St Mirren at Easter Road and Ross County will beat St Johnston Rangers for me Kilmarnock Hearts to beat Dundee Hibbs to beat St Mirren and there's going to be a draw in Dingwall Rangers, Motherwell, Kilmarnock, a draw. Dundee Hearts, home win. Hibs, St Mirren, home win. Ross County, St Johnston, draw. Okay, interesting. Trying to see what the most rogue shout out of all of those is. Dundee to beat Hearts. I quite like it. Don't mind it. Do you? I'm liking it myself. 
Uh, just looking at the Rangers team, we've not had much time to analyse it, but Fabio Silva starting ahead of Cyril Dessers. Interesting, Dessers has obviously scored in his last three games, but is this the perfect type of game to try and get Fabio Silva up and running? You would think so, well, especially the way Livingston have played this year. Like you said, you find it hard to give them any chance at all. Rangers will have loads of possessions, so for a front man like Silva... Um, you know, it's plenty of opportunities for him to get involved. I think if your Dessers should be a wee bit mm-hmm. frustrated, you know, you went through all that stick and you're still getting stick, but you've hit a wee, a wee turn in the road there where you've scored that really significant goal last week against St Marin. You're dropped this week. The the silver kept telling us when he arrived here that he's not an out and out number nine. You know, he's not a, that type of player. So maybe in training. Philippe Clement has seen something that we don't I don't know if he quite said he's a, a number 10 or a winger I think it was more that he's a, a striker that does more than just hangs about the penalty box in terms of drops deep well, and, and runs the channels but I think predominantly if you were looking at a starting lineup, it would it would be the number 9 role that he would, you know he would be occupying It's an interesting one because I'm trying not to be derogatory towards Livingston I'm simply pointing out the factual evidence they haven't won a game in the Premier League since last October they've gone 15 games on the bounds without winning they have very little chance I think of surviving they will be relegated now 50,000 fans there who are made even more excited by the fact that Celtic have had a significant drop of points at uh, Bataudry if the Silva doesn't score today he never will well, a good start for Scott Brown and Air United 1-0 up already against Dundee United. Jamie Murphy with the goal 4-1-0 for up against the Spartans. Thomas Brindley scoring. Good start for your Seagulls, Hugh. Yeah, yeah, I'm delighted to see that, but uh, I'm not so delighted for Jim Goodwin. Dundee United, you know, are faltering, stuttering, and they've got to come up this season, and they have the biggest budget in that division, and they're looking to get back up there and... Uh, Restore the Dundee Derby Dundee under Tony Doherty Flying So that's a very shabby start The only thing they've got uh, Hugh is the fact that Wraith Rovers just now Are falling like a stone They lost last night again In the cup Um, So It's not not a perfect start But well done Scott Brown Oh yeah Off and running Uh, Good start Got something Out of the players already Good win for him against Queen's Park Last weekend So uh, You know He's He's made up for that A poor start for him When he left Celtic Went to Aberdeen Get mixed up in the Stephen Glass Business That didn't end well Fleetwood Town Didn't end well either uh, So You know he's, he's having a very good time of it Annan 1-0 up against Alawa Aidan Smith with the goal But before there's any early action Hugh Let's get this underway mm. The first half teaser With the scottishsun.co.uk Slash football For the best football news and opinion online It's a wee tricky one I think mm. Can you name the last five top flight managers to have left their role during the January transfer window. The last five top flight managers to have left their role during the January transfer window. That is a tough one indeed. Not a lot of information you need, but if you need to see it again written down at Clyde SSB on Twitter and that's is where that you need to go. Is that including Barry Robson? 
Brilliant. Giving away one of the answers already. (laughs) So there we go. You've got four to get on the teaser. This is the man. Goodness me. The man who thought that Craig Bellamy played for Clyde. The man who could not spell Sibylente. Hugh, Hugh, Hugh. That was not my fault. No, you thought it was Craig Beatty. Yeah, Yeah. but this was very much your fault today. So. Yes well, and You have five Include him as well Send them all All the answers In one tweet <laughs> At Clyde SSB And I'm afraid if Quickest you, wins I'm afraid if you mishear Bellamy And think somebody said Beatty That is your fault But well, then what, what is even worse Is that Craig Beatty Never even played for yeah, Clyde Yeah he did yeah. No he didn't yeah, No he, he didn't. didn't He didn't No he didn't mm, I think you'll find he did uh, no. Apart from the fact there is no evidence to back it up. Yeah, you no, just, what you do Listen, is jump on that silly Wikipedia, Andrew, which tells lies. Do not fall for the pathological liar in our <laughs> midst. Yeah, big beats. I remember getting my photo taken with him at Broadwood in a Clyde strip. There you go. Were you, were you wearing a Clyde strip? No, no. Okay. I was a manager at the time. This has gone beyond lying now. It's fantasy. Yeah, I think it has. Yeah, early pressure for fantasy to have. <laughs> you know, many weird fantasies, but that would be up there. Yeah, I think the less we say about that, the better. <laughs> Rangers with some early pressure. Ryan Jack has had a shot saved from about 22 yards. A succession of corners for Rangers early on as well. Tavernier almost scores direct from a corner as well. Shamal Shemar- George scrambling a bit, not too convincing. But James Tavernier just trying to... Uh, mix things up early on in the opening five minutes of the could, game could be a long afternoon for Livingston especially if Rangers get an early goal and by the signs of things they're on the front foot they're looking for that uh, Hugh's right about he reads out the stats there it's a season too far for Livingston yeah. looks like championship football next year unless there's a major miracle but nobody can see that happening this could be a long long Did day you hear David Martindale last week astonishing his post-match press conference seemed really emotional kind of all over the place saying that he was going to look at himself and he, of course he's looking at himself but then he's a fighter and then oh it was back and forth I just wonder if today if they go there and take a hiding you know uh, I don't think it reminded me a wee bit of um, remember was it pre-Covid Stephen Gerrard dropped points at Tynecastle yeah. came yeah. out afterwards and said I'll need to have a long hard think yeah. about things and then a few days later was in his pre-match press conference for the next game, saying, "Oh, you know, I'm 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 here to do my job, and I'm a fighter," I, I, and it was it was quite similar. I thought. I believe, you know, if um, the country hadn't been brought to a standstill, Celtic were going to play Rangers at Ibrox, and the country was brought to a standstill a matter of three or four days before then. Had that game gone on, had we not had a pandemic, Celtic would have beaten Rangers at Ibrox, and had. History would have been changed completely Because Stephen Gerrard I think would have gone then But as we all know That's not how it worked out uh, But I think Davy Martindale is in a unique position No one Ever mentions the sack in connection With Davy Martindale Because he is Livy No matter what, if they go down He'll go down with them And see if he can bring them straight back up again Goal flashes With M&D Green Pharmacy Hibs Nil, St Mirren 1 and Stephen Robinson's side have the lead 
at Easter Road Alex Gogic has the goal for them scoring against his former club of course unbelievable I was talking to him outside the school gates yesterday this Saturday yeah. what are you yesterday. doing hanging about outside the school I gates yesterday I was going to pick her up my granddaughter okay, his, his little kid is in the same school <laughs> he's a lollipop man <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. And, and the big right man age. says to me he says I fancy uh, scoring you Mo said club. this last weekend this is a recurring lie yeah he's just he's, he's in a good uh, f- uh, form just now scoring goals so you're telling this story every week until he scored was that the, yeah, the thing yeah but uh, no that's true as I'm standing here um, and that, that's, that's the telling factor whenever Gordon doubles down and says oh this is a true story that's that's true this is true you know it's not true yeah no I've had to defend myself quite a lot just now by using that phrase Uh, this is true (laughs) because people are second doubting me I was in Asda the other day and I met Broxy Bear now there's a true one guy tapped me and he's this is uh, honestly Hugh uh, I told Do the you mean boy, a guy tapped you? Have you met Brock? Yeah, he'll he'll go, you'll never guess who I am. I went, Of course, Broxy. He's standing there in his uniform and stuff like that, Rangers strip <laughs> on the big bear. You're trying to tell us this isn't a real bear. It's good. you're ruining ruining it. This is uh, What did no, I say oh, he was standing no with? I said, you know, too warm in here. <laughs> you know what I mean? What does bears eat? Because I'm trying to think why he was up the people like that. What the, what if, the, if he'd gone for you, we wouldn't have had to listen to this story. <laughs> it would have been fantastic. Dunfermline 0, Morton 1, Dara O'Connor with the goal for the visitors. Do we have a resident psychologist in here? Hugh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, honestly, that is true. I, was, uh, I met the lad and very nice to meet him. Fantastic. Not the biggest boy I've ever seen in my life. Right, can we, can we talk about some actual <laughs> football or literally anything else would be good. Uh, Rabbi Matondo's had a curling effort, that one, uh, quite safely over the bar. Wait, was he quite small? He was that size. Aye. Aye, I couldn't believe it. Didn't he look that I size on the telly when you see him? Aye, I, I was like, take it off. If you, if you <laughs> imitate his size, it doesn't work on the radio. Only Mark Wilson can see you. Yeah, do well, it. it was Mark that asked me the question. I'm yeah, not really interested in people listening. Just as well, you're not here for the entertainment of anyone else apart from Mark Wilson. Yeah, next Mark asks the question, Mark gets the answers. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, so Broxy was in doing his shopping. Oh, shut up. You've finally broken Hugh Keevans It's the final straw Talk about football Quick Yes uh, So the early goal for St Mirren They would have been disappointed Missing out on Kevin Van Veen As Motherwell would have been as well St Mirren were closer To getting his signature They put up a similar financial package To Kilmarnock I don't really think Motherwell were Competing in that ballpark at all But I think there maybe is that extra disappointment for supporters when you come so close to getting someone like Kevin Van Veen and then don't get anyone at all as well. Yeah, yeah, without doubt. I just wonder how Van Veen will, will take his second spell in Scotland. No doubt he was a revelation at Motherwell and he scored fantastic goals and was it near 30 goals for... Mm, a, 29 a, last season. A, I don't know. I've just got this feeling that you don't I'm think not so sure he'll hit the heights. That he was. I've got to say, if you look at the two teams today at Fur Park, the, the difference in firepower is incredible. Look at the uh, the players at Derek McInnes' disposal up front and, and wide areas as well. Greg Stewart's in there as well. He's got so many options uh, compared to Motherwell, who's got 25 right backs. Um, uh, I've got a wee sneaky that will be a difficult game for Kamarnock today. Just to go back to that uh, Samirin goal at Easter Road, you know, you'd have thought that Hibbs 
Bill Foley has been allowed to be a minority investor. There's millions coming their way. Players that they couldn't possibly have got before will be landing at Easter Road. And I would have thought that today you'd be going to that game buoyant and, you know, go down Nick Montgomery. You know, can't defend you. No. They cannot defend. He's very attacking minded. I love that. You go along to. Easter Road or you watch Hibs play you always know that you're in for an entertaining game but they will always give up goals they cannot defend maybe the added effect as well of there being quite a few new players maybe takes a bit of time to get going and everyone to gel together we've got a few new signings in the starting lineup. not buying it don't have time for that they're rubbish nil-nil <laughs> in all of the Premiership 3 o'clock games apart from at that one at Easter Road Alex Gogic with the only goal so far I think while there's a bit of a lull why don't we hear from Peter Levin the Aberdeen caretaker manager who I'm sure will be very happy with what he saw from his team today in fact let's not do that because let's do this instead Goal Flashes Mm. with M&D Green Pharmacy Motherwell nil Kilmarnock won we were talking about that firepower that they've got and it's Lewis Mayo that's got the opening goal for them it's a defender that has got it but it's not a defender's goal a 20 yard left foot volley in off the post incredible from Lewis Mayo I just assumed there that it was going to be a set piece and I was just about to say Motherwell dreadful from set pieces but it sounds like it's a terrific goal don't think any surprise there that Motherwell concede the first goal it's been the case so for many part, times this season for part, yeah. Mark, uh, for part they give up goals for fun uh, I said it would be a difficult afternoon for Kilmarnock but they seem to have started to prove me wrong here there's um, a quick VAR check for whatever reason but the goal has been given he's a good player that boy Terrific really good player. signing yeah, been. yeah good player I've got to say um, as I say Kilmarnock I think squad wise I've got a terrific squad great options and uh, Derek's doing a terrific job there Mm. because they've always had that defensive stability they've got a good shape about them they've got a really good defence it was just maybe about adding that extra attacking talent Marley Watkins has been good for them Kyle Vassell is is good at what he does at times but just being able to get the likes of Greg Stewart in being able to get the likes of Kevin Van Veen should just add another element to them Derek has got Kilmarnock the town the club buzzing in a way that no one has since Stevie Clark was there and uh, that is to his great credit he's just good at putting together sides that you know can go a long period of time not just a flash in the pan it's taken them a wee bit of time to get there with Kilmarnock you've got to say but did it piece by piece sorted the back line out first then added the forward guys and team to be reckoned with now Aloha have equalised against Annan Athletic in that game. Rangers have had another chance. It's been all them so far. Shamal George flapping at a cross. Silva and Cantwell both had efforts. Just couldn't quite convert. David Friel saying that Shamal George looked a bit nervous so far in this game. Had to claw one back off his own goal line from a James Tavernier corner earlier on. Is there a chance that Jack Butler can go 90 minutes without touching the ball? You are the making heavy work of this though It's still nil-nil Yeah <laughs> no, no, I'd have had two of them off oh, by this time mm. <laughs> He's been waiting for that one Hugh uh, David Friel says yes Is the answer to your question It is likely that Jack Butland could go the full game Without touching the ball it, it just doesn't tend to happen I've been at a few games before Where you think that You know Is the goalkeeper going to Something always happens yeah, It just bounces all the way through or, 
aren't you? You're one at the arm. Uh, Shamal George is a funny one because he brought in Michael McGovern. I just assumed that McGovern would go in, a steady pair of hands in the goal. Shamal George is a bit erratic at times, but back in Ibrox this afternoon. Yeah, it's not even as if he's really sort of held down that place either because Jack Hamilton's played quite a bit as well. He's now injured, that's why Michael McGovern's in, but he is favouring Shamal George over Michael McGovern at the moment. To be fair, I don't I don't really think it matters who they put in. They've lost thirty eight goals this season. They maybe should try putting the two of them in at the same time. <laughs> who Livy? Yeah. Fifty two goals have lost. <laughs> not in my sheet they've not Which here we go it's argument of the stats now 52 goals have 52 lost. goals where are you getting that from last night's stats <laughs> that, will that be in all, all competitions <laughs> I'm assuming that will be in all competitions now because they've conceded 38 in the league so far this campaign hmm. so that hmm. might be an all competitions stat rather than Maybe you're just uh, in seeing any future here. Oh, what a turnaround. Yeah, quick turnaround. Bobby Wales, who is another Kilmarnock striker. He's on loan from Kilmarnock. Uh, was there for the first half of the season. Has gone back there on loan and got another goal. I don't mind that. Annan's not my favourite place in the world. Don't like it. Why, there. why, why? Ah, I just didn't like. Had a few games <laughs> down there with former side. I think there's a lot of uh, grounds and teams in that category with you. Aye, aye, it was, it was a barren spell in my career. I'd won that Bad much as a player on that. You, know, you decided to give it all up as a manager. I was always, uh, a bit like <laughs> Scott Brown, like you were saying there. Went through a bit of a barren spell with Aberdeen Fleetwood, but he's back to winning ways. <laughs> Livingston penned in. There's been uh, another couple of efforts. James Tavernier over the bar from outside the box. John Lundstrom had one from outside the box as well. That one going wide. So Rangers certainly threatening, but haven't really managed to get that one clear cut opportunity so far oh. well Dessers will be on at this rate I think these games are you know frustrating to start with because you hear the result you know just speaking off air to, to Michael there and he was asking about when I played and did you know and of course we've went over this before but in my time if Rangers were playing first we would have been watching we would have got to the ground we would have went straight into the back room uh, into John, John Clark's room where there was a TV there'd be a crowd he was watching they would have known that Aberdeen went a goal up probably went out and done their, their warm up um, so you know the situation now so these games are, are difficult to start with but it's quite often the case once you get one goal everybody relaxes and it takes on a more you know it resembles well, something that you're you're used to you know 3 or 4 now I would say we were going to hear from Peter Levin before that Kilmarnock goal went in. Let's hear from him now. I just thought, Celtic are a good team, they're going to pin you back. But when we turned the possession over, we just needed to make a few more passes. We knew Celtic were going to press for the first five seconds. I just said to them, believe in yourselves and be a wee bit more braver on the ball. And you can, I think you can see that in the second half. Yeah, top striker. Uh, he's done it all season. Uh, and made a few chances as well in the second half. I thought the boys ran well, second half, pressed them, uh, passed the ball a lot better. It's just, just about belief. Yeah, it was just big changes at half-time, really, not in terms of personnel, but just how Aberdeen approached it. They had a bit more belief, didn't yeah. they? The, the, you know, as the Dazzler said, it's like they changed dressing rooms at half-time. They just come out 11 different men. Uh, it's been a happy day for Aberdeen. 
Uh, it's a good draw for them. It's another point on the board. They're going to get an interim manager until the end of the season. This is now a kind of holding period for Aberdeen. They, they, they will not make top six, I don't think. They will not be in the playoffs. They will just have that kind of season. But for Celtic, today was a very bad day. And it's a pivotal moment in the championship. <laughs> Bit of a delay going on at Ibrook. It's going to be a bit of treatment for Leon Balligan. Just went into an aerial challenge, a clash of heads. Story this morning about the, the players that have been left out of the European squad. Leon Balligan I think, was on media duties yesterday, sort of jokingly saying that you know he'd, he'd fall out with Philip Clement if he wasn't included. He wasn't included by Michael Beale. He hasn't been included for the second half of the season either. Now, it's strange rules because... You can make changes at this point between the group stages and the knockout stages, but you can only make three. Rangers had to include Ridvan Yilmaz, uh-huh. really. He's in there. Oscar Cortez doesn't make the squad, but Mohamed uh-huh. Diamandi does. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, changes, but Philip Clement has, has made it quite clear that he's not really happy about, you know, <laughs> it's the initial selections, I should say, by um, Michael Beale at the start of the season and then the fact he's only allowed to make three changes I don't know why you have to have a, a squad in the first place list a squad I mean you're in a European competition on merit you should just be allowed to use all of the players at your disposal at the club I suppose I wonder if there's maybe something to do with if you get into a semi-final or a final and then all of a sudden there's free agents kicking about and if you pick up an injury then you draft someone else in there'll be some rhyme or reason uh, towards it but speaking of Leon Balligan I think he's going to have to come off here which he will be frustrated about John Souter who is impressed in his last couple of appearances John Souter he's going to come on for Leon he, Balligan he maybe seems... a cheek or an eye injury yeah. for Leon Balligan yeah and if that's the case it's the right decision but he seems to favour Balligan against uh, Souter since he came in the building he likes him he likes that partnership with Goldson um, yeah, you don't like to see players coming off But obviously medical staff and the physios have made that decision It's probably the right decision Shankland has hit the post for mm. Hearts Looking to get his first goal since the transfer window shut I didn't realise that he has scored 47 goals in 76 Hearts appearances That's a phenomenal record 76 games, 46 goals I tell you, he'll not score one better than the one he scored uh, with outside his foot Who was it against again? Um, Last game yeah, I'm trying to think Is the one against Hibs better though? I know that wasn't Outside of the boot But the one where he what, cut in Curled who, it with his left Who was that game against? Dundee? Was, no it wasn't Dundee Who no, was it against? Dundee today Who <laughs> was it against? Kilmarnock Oh dear think, Bad that we Oh that's terrible Is it Ross County? Oh you didn't know either But anyway Against the opposition I've got to say That was Top class for me Absolutely brilliant What a strike it was Aberdeen Aberdeen I think so the, 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 I understand why you bring in that goal Andrew it, it was, first, first of all It was against Hibs It was an Edinburgh derby And the explosion of joy behind the goal When he puts the ball into the net It just made it look like a fantastic moment I mean, The Dazzler might be absolutely correct and The, the one um, against Aberdeen might have been better But just that Derby setting the midweek setting the crowd behind the goal Easter Road and up he pops he's got every goal in his locker he's a terrific striker yeah. you know what I mean he can, the penalty spot yeah well he, up until then he'd been buying them in left right centre where's he going now though because clearly Rangers weren't interested for all the speculation the endless speculation 
clearly Philippe Clement wasn't interested. Yeah, it's an interesting one, Hugh. I'm sure someone, uh, whether maybe down south, people will certainly be. It'll be on people's radar of that. There's no doubt. You can't you can't neglect a goal scorer like that and just let him stay away at Hearts. He's better than that. I think he'll go further than that. Because there was a contract put on the table which he hasn't signed. Yeah. Sort of looks as if it could be his final six months in a Hearts jersey. Well, he's entitled to uh, look around, size up his options, because this is the one move. He's at that age, that stage in his professional life, this is the optimum moment for him. There won't be another one like it at the end of this season. I find that all a bit strange from Hearts coming out. We've, we've offered him a lucrative contract kind of thrown the player you know under the bus a wee bit in terms of the fans and what they think if he doesn't sign that then oh he's greedy and he wants away and uh, who's to say it's a lucrative offer and now it's an improved offer well you've already said you've made him a lucrative offer was it lucrative or not could you have done better with the first offer of course you could have so I wonder if he'll sign this I, I don't think he'll sign his new contract Absolutely I think he'll no be chance. off in the summer oh no chance well, what about that? There's a goal for Christian Doidge for yeah. Forest Green Rovers. That was a January move from Hibs back to his old club where he was prolific before he came up here. Yeah. He looks to be continuing where he left off. Rangers still trying. Ross McCausland curling a shot wide was a decent effort. John Lundstrom just trying to ask the players to pick up the tempo. Mean hard work of it, Hugh, would we say Yeah, that? oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. why Forest Green and my type of club, Christian Doidge down there putting them two up. They're my type of club. Troy Deeney, 29 days. Nah, sack him. That's my type of club. <laughs> to be fair, some of the some of the things that he said, he was throwing his players under the bus, wasn't he? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Horrendous. Yeah, completely horrendous. not cut out for management at all, whether it's Forest Green, Nottingham Forest, whatever. He's not a manager. Useless. 29 uh, days. I think the players get too much protection. I like his style. And you go, blame the players. Don't blame yourself. <laughs> Right, let's hear from Brendan Rogers, shall we? We've heard oh. from Peter Levin. What did Brendan Rogers make of that? Every single time I go a to play a bit of audio, one of these happens. Goal flashes with MD Green Pharmacy. Your prediction at Dens Park has started off well. It is Dundee 1, Hearts 0, and Tony Doherty's side take the lead. Lawrence Shankland had hit the post not too long ago, but. It is Dundee. They have a raft of new signings in at the moment and they are doing the business because they have a 1-0 lead against Stephen Naismith's men. Dundee going along nicely this season, sitting in six at the minute. Tony Doherty, I mean, taking to management like a duck to water, especially with his signings, because I think that's always the crucial thing. When your first stint as manager, getting recruitment right. He's went down the loan market, of course, and nothing wrong with that at Dundee. And once again taking the lead against a team sitting in third yeah well done Tony Dock Jordan McGee getting the goal so uh, I had that one down for a draw plenty of time for that to be the case right let's hear from Brendan Rodgers this time I thought first half we were we were okay uh, created opportunities in the game and um, just needed to be more more clinical I felt and you could you could sense yeah Aberdeen, where maybe the results haven't gone so well, where the the confidence was maybe low, so we we had to exploit that, but didn't quite do it. Um, second half, I didn't think we were aggressive enough. 
You know, I think that when you're playing the type of team we're playing today, you have to be able to be good in first, second, third balls, then settle the game and and then be good in your counter pressing to stop your counter attack. So, so the goal we gave away, we we were loose on our pass, and then they broke through that and out of that but with uh, with too much ease, and then. And then we don't defend what their striker does best, is running away and wants to come in on his left foot. So so that was really, really disappointing. But the, the players, they, they picked themselves up in the game. Um, we bring changes in to, to try and make a difference and Nick gets his goal. And, and I feel at that point we can go on and win the game. But, um, but it becomes too much of a, a basketball game and that's not, uh, it's not how we play. We have to play with more authority than that. And... And sadly, we, we we then weren't able to then create enough good opportunities to to win the game. Yeah, a basketball game is a good description of it because it's, it's mm-hmm. not often that you see Celtic in a domestic match where there is so much back and forth. But a couple of the things Brendan Rodgers said, not aggressive enough from well, his team, talked about the loose pass from Alejandro Bernabe. To expand the basketball analogy, this Celtic fans don't want to see the Boston Celtics They want to see Glasgow Celtic And that was not good enough for them today And they will be, I think, disheartened by the whole afternoon Didn't exploit Aberdeen, Brendan Rodgers said An Aberdeen team who was appointed out at the start of the season uh, Have only kept a clean sheet four times this season In the league Not aggressive enough The Celtic fans don't want to hear that from their manager either and then didn't defend Miossi's goal when Brendan Rodgers has clearly pointed out to them that he always cuts in on his left foot and uh, Navrotsky was left to look second best there and the defensive situation is now a deep cause for concern for Celtic and I think when the Celtic fans call here today I think they'll call in a very disturbed frame of mind because I think they can see that the title is in danger of slipping away from Celtic. There is still six points in it at this stage. Rangers 0-0 with Livingston, but that will be the worry for Celtic fans that it's got to the stage now that with games in hand, if Rangers win them both, it would be level on points. Oh, without doubt. And Hugh's right. A lot of Celtic fans would have said, we've seen this coming. We've seen the points difference uh, shorten you know, time after time and now it's at a stage that is critical and today uh, might have been what some were expecting again uh, Brendan Rodgers sounds like a man that was not happy I mean sometimes we hear him and he's picking out specifics about how to move the ball and that but there was a lot in there and he sounds like a guy who's came out of dressing room that he might have give a, given a wee blast to his team just that comment that's not how we play I think that tells you a manager who's went in and had a real goal at some of these players but we mentioned that at one stage in the game how both full backs were so high and it was 2v2 at the back and he's quite right they didn't have control of the ball to play that way very unlike Celtic in that second period he's lucky Kuhn he's changed come on and Kuhn makes a difference Celtic are soft they may have lost points at home last weekend to Ross County uh, you know the, late on in the game the Celtic fans were biting their fingernails watching it all uh, at the end of the game they booed Celtic off the park and today they were soft in every way soft when it came to chance taking soft when it came to defending soft in the middle of the park too many anonymous players on the park and that includes the captain 
and it's been a really bad day at the end of a really bad week for Celtic and their supporters. The supporters up in arms over the transfer window and today will not have helped one little bit. I think you sound a bit concerned here, I've got yeah. to say. Um, he sounded a bit flat as well for me. Uh, usually, as Mark says, he comes out and there's always a positive. Weren't a lot in that interview. And it, rightly so, I thought second half, they were open. They weren't as disciplined as the first half. I thought first half, they were excellent. It was a case of getting that goal. Didn't come. Aberdeen tweaked one or two things and caused them all sorts of problems. Um, and... He gets a point. Now, I'm not saying Aberdeen deserved the three points. I don't believe that. But when you finish the game with Ralston, for instance, at left-back, you've taken off your centre-half. You're taking off Burnaby at left-back because of the pass. I totally agree with him. If you look at Burnaby's pass, it's the most easiest pass into safe side. They don't give up possession. I think it's O'Reilly. He gets robbed with a poor pass. Aberdeen got the part and punished them. Go back to your point about the manager. The very first caller to Super Scoreboard last Monday night, six o'clock, a lady called Roz, who had gone to Celtic Park for the Ross County game to celebrate her birthday, and she said during her phone call, Brendan Rogers doesn't look like the manager he used to be. And he has, for me, come back to Celtic, was made very unwelcome by some supporters, and I just think the whole experience so far has been unconvincing. Penalty to St Mirren. Greg Kilty already has the ball on the spot. Can he double their lead against Hibs? It was VAR. It was obviously checked by VAR. It was a handball. Greg Kilty steps up, takes it. Goal flashes with M&D Green Pharmacy. Straight down the middle And what a start to the game for St Mirren Hibernian nil St Mirren That's... 2 And there is another goal oh. Not one of our featured matches today But it's Benjamin Kempioka For St Johnson His first St Johnson goal Since joining in the summer They're 1-0 up against uh, Sorry in January I mean 1-0 uh, up two against two. Ross County Well end up I'm, two two. I, I'm just going to say something That's get the makings I went to Hibs St Mirren The first game 19,000 They're a terrific crowd <laughs> And St Mirren 2 0 up, cruising in the game. Hibs come back 2 2. They do love a 2 0 yeah, draw. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. No, no, it didn't finish that way. I was on the M8 when they scored their third. 3 2 St Mirren. St Mirren got a, a breakaway and scored in the last couple of minutes. Brilliant game, exciting game. I always think Hibs, and I was at Hibs and St Mirren and Paisley as well. They're always good, always there for goals. The comment uncon- unconvincing, I was going to say, for the, the Hibs fans now. I think that is that where you were going with that Hugh, the, the optimism the, the, the optimism Hibs. at the start of the week because of Bill Foley the Bournemouth owner being allowed to invest in the club the players that were brought in the transfer window players of a good calibre and optimism would have been high but Nick Montgomery had better watch out because for the most part not happening for him yeah, three January signings starting for them today. Nectarius Triantis at centre back. Emiliano Macondes is starting as well. And uh, Mazian Maolida are all there. But Hibbs just unable to really make a dent on St. Yeah. Mirren at all. And yeah. leaking goals at the you other end. at Hibbs, right? 22 played. This is their 23rd game. Six wins in that time. If you're a Hibbs fan, you are not happy at all with that return. It's a club that's unstable in the dugout because they go from one manager to the next 
And that, by the way, I'm, I'm with Asbury. I think Nick Montgomery looks a good brand of football, but sometimes you might need to change until you get your players in. And I know he's added, like you were just saying there, Andrew, but they're just so easy to score against. Well, the granny will be taping match of the day on the Betamax. Brighton How? three up, 34 minutes, three up. <coughs> How are you thinking of going out tonight here? No, 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 we just like to get the Betamax ready. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Betamax, I used to have that. <laughs> Before we get the couch pulled back yeah, and the dancing stuff. <laughs> Red wine poured and away you go. They blow really hot and cold, Brighton, don't they? Lost 4-0 midweek. To Luton And now 3-0 up I hate, Against Crystal Palace I hate Brighton I hate them with a passion <laughs> Yeah That's where I lost my My career in England I was flying high Went to Brighton Away from home I sacrificed Playing out wide For a team Had a poor game Poor game I don't I, I, I didn't get What's my, that got to do with Brighton? I didn't well, Brighton was game. opposition And I was walking down that pier Thinking that's my last game In England I made that Sounds break. more like a you problem than a Brighton problem, yeah, really. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I, I will attach some blame to whatever manager thought that it was a good idea to play you out wide as well. I started the winger. Let me tell you, I absolutely went by fullbacks for fun. No doubt about it. My pace was incredible. Whipped some nice balls in. And then for Andrew. some reason, they put me centre forward and I just started scoring goals. Can I say it again, Andrew? <laughs> Oh shut up <laughs> <laughs> That's true I started right, but outside right I was an outside right Sterling Albion 1-0 up Against Cove Rangers A Dale Carrick penalty There's another injury At Ibrooks. Leon Balgan's already Been forced off James Penrice Is down injured for Livingston Who are say, Holding out are Against we surprised Rangers you? Are we surprised uh, uh, More than surprised Gobsmacked uh, And I go back to my point About Fabio Silva uh, He's kind of getting goals Against Livy Uh Need to up your game. What about this? Almost a third for St Mirren. David Marshall having to pull off a save from Elvis Buomono, one of my favourite names in Scottish football, uh-huh. at the back post. <laughs> and. Very good. Very Motherwell 1, Kilmarnock 1, and it is an equaliser. Theo Bear yeah. with the goal. He is a man in form. And he has equalised for Stuart Kettlewell's men. Oh. What I love about you, you jump in the bandwagon. A couple of weeks ago, you were criticising Bear and saying, ah, where's the goals going to come from? Yeah, and, I, and I said, well, he scored in the last two or three games. Just and a glory hunter, he's, he's wasn't he? Yeah. Bear. What did I tell you about Bear? The Bears are important to me this week. As the fur part. Oh, stop going on about it. It was a cool finish, low past the goalkeeper, uh, Theo Bear. Great time to score as well I'm rooting for Bert Because I, I think a lot of people See after he came in At the start of the season Bad got time at St Johnson Got his first goal at Dundee After having a poor time Before that And uh, uh, he's He's been In the end of criticism Listen Not a lot of fault he's own I think when you take Van Veen out of team And you're the new striker People expect you To be Van Veen He was never going to be that But he's contributing Just now Especially for part How Five in his last Five or five in his last four league games, if you want to count it that way as well. Didn't score against Alloa in the cup, but he's got five in his last four Premiership games. Really good return. Yeah. Livy, no shots, no shots on target, 22% possession, and they're still nil-nil at Ibrooks with 38 minutes gone. But the, only thing I, the only thing I'll say, Hugh, you're reading out stats. Rangers have only had two shots on target. 
two shots in target. Oh, yeah. Yeah, chances hard to come by so far for Rangers. They have been putting the pressure on but haven't managed to make the breakthrough. Rabi Matondo, the latest to have a go. This one was on target. A volley inside the box. Decent save tipped over the bar by Shamal George this time. Is this the day that Deserzain comes off the bench and scores another goal and the Rangers fans start to slowly turn and think, OK, this guy might... Well, might not be Fabio bad. Silva's not really offered too much so far in uh, this game. As in nothing... Uh, Dessers is entitled to sit there and think <laughs> Keep in mind what I just said there <laughs> Rangers 1, Livingston 0 Fabio Silva gets his first Rangers goal A corner <laughs> came back into him Volleyed it down low And there we go It is 1-0 Rangers That was a Hugh Keevans-ism of the well, highest order that I just there. did yeah, there Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, Listen, I've made a career out of it You've oh. got many years of that ahead of you I look forward to it <laughs> Well I'll tell you what It's a big goal for the lad He certainly needed one um, As I say Longer game uh, the, the the games go by you And you're not scoring Especially at, uh, Rangers And especially at Ibrox Against Livingston I do agree with you I think you would have been Looking at this fixture Thinking If I'm going to start off With a few goals This certainly could be it And well done to him He's got his first one for Rangers Yeah David Friel says The Livingston players Aren't too happy about something Possibly they feel There was a high boot in there For someone But uh, Hasn't restarted yet So there is a chance That the goal May not stand VAR Review With M&D Green Pharmacy it's up on the screen at Ibrooks A VAR check for a possible foul So we will see whether this Fabio Silva goal stands or not That'd just be the thing, wouldn't it? You think you've got your first goal And then it gets ruled off for a, a foul But interesting Yeah, it would be a good moment for Fabio Silva Always good for a striker to get an early goal In their career at a new club and especially with him starting this game with Cyril Dessers in form three goals from three but we still await whether that one is going to be given or not it's maybe been a bit of a frustrating game so far for Rangers but not frustrating at the moment because Fabio Silva has been awarded the goal it took a deflection on its way in and he has his first Rangers goal I think the, su- the suggestions are that when the corner came in Connor Goldson had gone for the ball his boot was quite high Potentially caught a Livingston player in there hmm. It'll be interesting to see How that one goes <laughs> yeah. I know what you're thinking But, but I don't know we're, we're yet to see the footage uh, my, well, my it's, it's, it's a big one for, for Fabio Silva Anyway, isn't it? Oh, massive yeah. Especially at Ibrox uh, Get your first goal That's you up and running You've been brought to score goals um, The longer, as I say As longer it goes on You start to Snatch at things You start to get a bit panicky But looking at his fixture He would imagine he fancies this And he's obviously off the mark Yeah that would be big Big one for him if it stands um, It does stand doesn't it? The long- does it stand? Yeah Yeah goals yeah. Oh, Goals stand, stand Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Well the longer it went without a goal Of course the pressure Comes on his shoulder I'll stop you there What on earth is happening At Easter Road No Goal flashes With M&D Green Pharmacy Hibs Nil St Mirren 3 and it's a header from Mikhail Mandron at the back post from a corner it is a nightmare 
of a first half for Hibs who find themselves three goals down a feel good factor with new investment from Bill Foley yeah. there is new players at the club as well but in front of their own fans they are 3-0 down to St Mirren oh it's just a fact of life that people will look at Nick Montgomery and think 6-2-2 draws and you know, and, and now 3 nothing down at home before half time uh, he should be very careful Nick Montgomery I think uh, Dale Eaton is at Easter Road for us says either a lot of fans are hungry and thirsty or they've made their way to the to the exits already in fairness it could be people just going for their, their ah, half time prize but 3-0 down at half time well, there what, definitely no. will be a few people if that have goes, decided they've it, seen enough if it goes to 4 or 5 Aberdeen won't be the only one looking for a manager I tell you what, we have completely neglected this teaser yeah, as well, but so we'll need we. to wrap this thing up. <laughs> the first half teaser with the scottishsun.co.uk slash football for the best football news and opinion online. The last five top flight managers to have left their jobs during the January transfer window are Barry Robson, of course. Jim Goodwin Alex Dyer Martin Canning oh. and Neil Lennon Nobody's getting that surely I'll tell you what you guys might not have got it but the listeners out there did a full Seriously? podium for that in third place Fraser HK in second place Bailey but well done to Dylan Patton quickest off the mark and you did a lot better than Mark and Gordon Patton's always in the running yeah. get always two. in the running you get two what two yeah. did you get uh, well I get Neil Lennon and obviously we gave you the starter oh yeah you told us about the one that happened three days ago yeah. that's a good memory from you but the rest Jim Goodwin Alex Dyer Martin Alex Dyer Canning. oh that's nah. a hard one Cannon as well long time ago that yeah. four minutes added at Ibrooks. two between Motherwell and Kilmarnock three at Hibs against St Mirren Hibs will just be hoping that they don't concede a fourth goal well, in injury say, time if it goes second half to four or five or worse then I'm sorry you may laugh but the manager's in a bit of bother at that point I mean yeah losing heavily at home is not good especially I think with the, the narrative surrounding it of there being the, the fresh investment the fact that this looks as if it can be a, a platform for the club to build yeah. it's the very early stages of it I completely get that yeah, but it's, it's, it's recent, not recent results haven't been great um, they're losing chipping goals left right and centre he's been backed with players there's no doubt about that as I say I love the attacking football but Goal results flashes. With M&D Green Pharmacy Speaking of attacking football Rangers 2 Livingston 0 Rabi Matondo has got the goal Just on the stroke of half time Rangers have been attacking all game Hasn't really worked out for them Until Fabio Silva scored a few minutes ago Rabi Matondo a curling shot into the corner From an angle He's tried a few of those so far today This one comes off Well again the goal difference You know the, the, they can put a dent in that one where Celtic are concerned as well and really make it a horrible day for Brendan Rodgers and the Celtic supporters uh, we, we can safely say now Hugh I think the fire in Davy Mandel's bellies just went out oh yeah yeah but, you know, but, I, 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 how do you turn that around 2-0 at Ibrox no you just you just uh, damage Actually, limitation just because at least at least if it's 1-0 at half time you've, you've still got yeah. that bit of, of hope but at 2-0 
you're you're really struggling, especially when you've barely been in Rangers half all game. Yeah, the, the, you feel for them, Libby. As the Dazzler said, a season too far. Uh, they will go down, and thereafter, uh, you know, I, I would fear for them because nobody goes to watch them anyway. Uh, and they go into a championship that's notoriously hard to get out of. Uh, so hard times ahead. The halftime whistles are sounding, starting at Dens Park. Roger Hanna. Yeah, halftime. Andrew Dundee one half nil. Jordan McGee, a former Jambo, with the only goal of an entertaining first half here at Dens. Hard started brightly. Lauren Shanglin, who of course is steered a Jambo after the January transfer window, he clipped the outside of Trevor Carson's post in a bright start. They were well on top at that stage. But they did require Xander Clark to make a save from Amadou Bakayoko at the other end as the game pinged back and forward. Carson made a save from Alan Forrest moments later, but Dundee made the breakthrough in 26 minutes. Luke McCowan back from suspension, making progress down the left. He fired across to the back post and there in acres of space was McGee to head past Clark for 1-0. He also opened the scoring at Tynecastle 11 days ago and Hearts came storming back from a 2-0 deficit for a 3-2 win. They'll need to do something likewise today. That was a huge boost, that opening goal for the day. It could have been two. Malachi Boateng and Michael Mellon, who's been really impressive off top. They both went close, but Hearts rallied just before the interval. Shanklin fired off target and Carson twice having to make saves first from Alan Forrest, then from Alec Cochrane to keep Tony Docherty's men ahead at the break. There could be more football on this in the second half, Andrew. At the break at 10, Dundee 1, Hearts 0. It's also half-time at Fur Park between Motherwell and Kilmarnock. Fraser Wisher. Yeah, Motherwell 1, Kilmarnock 1. Really difficult conditions for the players. Bumpy pitch and strong blustery wind, making it difficult for them to control the ball and pass it around. And the only piece of excitement were the two goals. Really good finishes by Lewis Mayo the scoring for Kilmarnock and Teal Bear got a deserved equaliser from Motherwell seven minutes before the break. Motherwell started really brightly, pushed Kilmarnock back, a spittle free kick deflected off the wall and spun a yard wide but then it was up to the other end of 13 minutes for the opener. A couple of free kicks and corners, a bit of pressure from Kilmarnock and Dan Armstrong threw the ball into the box. It was headed clear to the edge of the box and Lewis Mayo of all people 20 yards out struck a sweet volley low through a forest of legs and in off the left hand post. A real blow for Motherwell after that good start and it took them a while to recover. Kelly now Real looking comfortable and confident. Spittle is always the man most likely for Mother. Good one-two with Teal Bear on the edge of the box. And, and Spittle tested Dennis with a low left foot shot. Good save by the goalkeeper low to his right. And in general, pretty quiet around the ground. No real spark to the Mother game. Mother fans are a bit concerned. Kelly dropping off and allowing Mother with the ball quite happy to try and hit in the break. Although that was very rare because Liam Kelly, a virtual spectator. But then came the equaliser on 38 minutes. And no surprise, it was Blair Spittle that was involved. He was inside his own half and he got the ball cleared to him. He just saw a beautiful pass to put Theo Bear through one and one. Kelly defenders claiming for offside, but Bear ran from almost a halfway line through one and one with Dennis, and he had plenty of time. Sometimes that's not a good thing, but it was a really cool finish by the big striker. Just stroked the ball low into the net underneath the goalkeeper's body. Need to be a bit more quality from both in the last third, but the game's in the balance. I think Stuart Ketterwell, probably the happier manager with his team's performance so far. Half time at Fir Park, Motherwell 1, Kilmarnock 1. Half time at Easter Road, and what a game between Hibs and St Mirren, Dale Eaton. Yes, half time here in the capital. It's Hibs nil, St Mirren three, and it really could have been more. The whole team have been very poor today. They've started with plenty of the ball, but no real chances at all to come from that. Their wide players have struggled to make any impact on the game at all. At one point, Eli Yuan was standing wide on the St Mirren flank and just sort of stood still on the ball. 
didn't appear to take the player on, passed it back and the Hibs fans erupted in frustration. St Mirren on the other hand have been excellent in midfield, they have muffled anything Hibs have tried to bring through and defensively they've been taking the ball out and really driving at Hibs. They took an early lead after Alex Gogic headed home as Hibs failed to clear a free kick from the left hand side of the box. That ball fired back across and the Cypriot nodded home. Greg Kilty made it two from the penalty spot after Saints were awarded the spot kick for handball and they made it three not long after as Mikael Mandron completely unmarked at the back post headed home from a corner and once that goal went in Hibs really looked shell-shocked. David Marshall saved from Elvis Pomonu at the back post. Saints have completed plenty more and like I said could really have been a few more goals ahead. Nick Montgomery is really going to need something different from his side in the second half or this game could get very ugly for the home side. It's half time also between Ross County and St Johnston. St Johnston 1 0 up in Dingwall and finally also half time at Ibrox between Rangers and Livingston. David Friel. Yes, Andrew, half-time Rangers to Livingston now. It's half-time, but I think it's safe to say this game is over already as Rangers look to close the gap on Celtic at the top. It was all going so well for Livingston until the 40th minute. It defended well, limited Rangers to very few clear-cut chances, but two quick-fire goals have surely sealed the three points. Fabio Silva put Rangers ahead, first goal for the club. Robin Matondo added a second in injury time. Given how the game went in terms of possession and territory, it was a surprise. It took Rangers so long to go ahead. It's been a game of defence against attack. It's going to be the same in the second half, and I think you really need to fear for Livingston in that second half. Six minutes on the clock, Rangers' first real chance. James Tavernier corner right on top of Shamal George. He managed to scramble it away just at the last second. Livingston keeper hasn't been convincing at all. Adam Matondo, he curled over the bar after a spell of pressure. Shamal George then flapped another cross. Fabio Silva, Todd Cantwell, they were both in on top of him but couldn't convert. James Tavernier tried his luck from distance. John Lundstrom did the same. You know, he just felt Rangers wanted a bit more. John Lundstrom asked for a bit more tempo from the players. Rangers suffered a blow in 22 minutes when Leon Balligan was forced off. He was in a Involved in an aerial collision with Joel Nubley, come off worse. Looked like a cheek and an eye problem. He was withdrawn straight away. That will be a concern for Philippe Plamont. John Sutter came on. Rangers kept pressing and probing Ross McCausland 24 minutes in the clock he sent a curling shot wide Borna Barisic then put in a great corner on top of Jamal George again he didn't convince but he did punch clear and then in 40 minutes the dam broke Borna Barisic corner again it was knocked back across goal by a mixture of Livingston player and Connor Goldson Fabio Silva was on to it quick as a flash his volley was deflected in Livingston did claim for a foul there was a VAR check but the goal stood and then in the first minute of injury time it was 2-0 Ravin Matondo has been really bright on that left one he jinked in from the left and his shot took a deflection on its way into the corner it's 2-0 but it's a question of how many more goals Rangers score in the second half half time Rangers 2 Livingston 0 I'll bring you the rest of the half time scores from across the country next The winning team all season long this is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Halftime scores in the Scottish Premiership Dundee 1, Hearts 0, Hibs 0, St Mirren 3, Motherwell 1, Kilmarnock 1, Rangers 2, Livingston 0, Ross County 0, St Johnson 1. Remember, of course, there was that early kickoff as well. Aberdeen 1, Celtic 1, which means a win for Rangers today would move them three points behind Celtic with a game in hand. In the Scottish Championship, Air United 1, Dundee United 0, Dunfermline 0, Morton 2, Inverness 0. Queen's Park nil in League One. Annan one, Alloa two, Edinburgh City nil, Kelty Hearts one, Queen of the South nil, Hamilton nil, Stirling Albion one, Cove Rangers 
nil in League 2 Bonnie Egg Rose nil Stranraer nil Clyde 1 Peterhead nil Elgin City 1 East Fife nil Forfort 1 Spartans nil Stenhouse Muir nil Dumbarton nil and in the English Premier League the early kickoff Everton 2 Tottenham 2 in the 3 o'clock games half time it's Brighton 3 Crystal Palace nil Burnley nil Fulham 2 and Newcastle 2 Luton 2 remember the lines well we were going to open them at 5 o'clock but you know what if you want to call in now if you've got thoughts about the games that are happening at the moment or if you've got thoughts about that game earlier Aberdeen 1 Celtic 1 we'd love to hear them 0141 951 1025 phone now and we could be speaking to you next The fastest goals the experts opinions this is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Second half's just getting underway across Scotland. Probably the most interesting result of that first half so far is Hibernian nil, St Mirren three. The Hibs team coming back out to Easter Road to booze. A triple change at half time for Hibs as well. Levitt, Tavares, and Ewan off. Mariah Welsh, Mayenda, and Venta all come on. Let's see if we can go back to Ibrooks. I think we are back underway in most of the games. Not at Ibrooks though. David Freel, I wouldn't imagine there's, there's maybe going to be too many changes, if any, at, at half time for Rangers. No, I don't think so, Andrew. Rangers aren't back out yet. They're still in the changing room. Bruce Anderson and Sean Kelly are both coming on for Lemmy, so I'm not sure who has gone off for David Martindale's side. They're just getting through the paces just now. You can probably hear the music in the background. Hi-ho, Silva, here comes a lone ranger. That's clearly a nod to Fabio Silva after his first Rangers goal. Obviously, the Wolves loney making his first start, scoring his first goal up front. He's been a big player. Or sorry, he's going to be a big player for Rangers, you would think, in the second half of the season. And you can see how much relief and elation he really took from that goal. Um, it was obviously a weight off his shoulders, and I think he'll be keen to get some more chances in this second half as Rangers just emerged from the tunnel just now. Yeah, it was, it was quite a, a lot of Rangers fans that were looking for the club to sign a striker in the last few minutes mm. of the window. But maybe there is the fact that you know Philip Clement and Nils Coppin might have thought, well, Fabio Silva is the striker that, that they're expecting to, to play that role for the second half of the season, potentially. Yeah, well, he obviously he's off to a good start now. Uh, he gets that first all-important goal. You've got Dessers that are, sits on the bench that scored in his last three so I think the Rangers managers probably looked at it and thought it's not the, uh, the biggest requirement we need. Um, obviously, if they can get Ruth back and get some minutes, I know that's very difficult out of him as well. But so far, it's a good afternoon for Silva. Clyde One Super Scoreboard Goal Flashes with M&D Green Pharmacy. Looking for a pharmacy? They've been serving Scottish communities since 1996. Yes, back underway in all the three o'clock kickoffs. Of course, there was the early game Aberdeen against Celtic. It finished in a one-all draw. Maybe you've got some thoughts on that. You can give us a call 0141-951-1025. A couple of changes for Livingston. As David Friel told us, three for Hibs as they look to try and claw back some credibility after going 3-0 down in the first half to St Mirren Dundee with a good 1-0 lead over Hearts Motherwell and Kilmarnock drawing one all and there is that away lead for St Mirren over Ross County as I said if you want to get in touch about anything that is happening today give us a call 0141 951 1025 we can go to the lines now Frank is a Celtic fan in Thornley Bank Frank what did you make of that performance today? Absolutely disgusting I was on Thursday night 
and that's ex- uh, express my opinions about Celtic no spending money, bringing in loan signings, or the rest that wanted to know where the money's gone that all these fans are putting into the club gear in, gear out. And it's just showed today where that money's gone. It's going into the director's pockets. It's not going anywhere else. It's certainly not going on the park. That was an absolute shocking display today. Frank, Frank, let's just... Um, I heard you call Thursday night and you expressed yourself very well. But don't go off the rails now, Frank. You're accusing people of dishonesty here and we have to nip that in the bud straight away. There's no money going to direct his pockets. So forget that one, Frank. You are entitled to your anger about the transfer window. The last two transfer windows have been totally unsatisfactory and Celtic have wasted millions of pounds of players who are of no value to them. And Brendan Rodgers today talking about his team not being aggressive enough, not doing enough defensively, didn't exploit the problems that Aberdeen had. All of these things are very serious. And Celtic are in a dangerous position where the league has now, I think, started to slip away from them. But let's keep it on that level, Frank. Let's hear you again, but without any references to what would be criminal acts. Well, I, I agree with what you said. The league's slipping away from it. should have been done and dusted before Christmas. Frank, how do you see the, the rest of the season going? It is only one game after the, the January transfer window, but with the dealings that have been done with the display you saw today and some of the recent displays, is there, is there no optimism whatsoever? Absolutely none whatsoever. Uh, I, I don't think Rodgers should have been brought back. Uh, I think a club besides Celtic or Rangers need to get a second chance of managing them. You get one chance at it, you take it or you leave it. Rodgers has been brought back and he's taken his backwards. Again, Frank, to quote your own club's song, if you know the history, Billy McNeil was brought back and won a League and Cup double in Celtic's centenary year. Neil Lennon get brought back either. Neil Lennon came back and it did not work out. That much is undeniable, but you said it never works. And I'm giving the example of Billy McNeil, the greatest Celtic man of all time. So... I understand the anger and it's coursing through your veins, I can tell that. And Celtic are in a very dangerous position. I really would be fearful for Celtic because they've accumulated an awful lot of players who are, well, I was going to say average. They're not even average. And they are not progressing in a satisfactory direction right now. Mark, I understand there will be a lot of anger from Celtic supporters. There has been over their January business and because of the business that's been done in previous windows, some of the performances haven't been up to scratch. Certainly last weekend against Ross County didn't look great, but Celtic got all three points, dropped points today at Pitaudry, which does happen across a season at times. Celtic are still top of the table. Yes, Rangers look as if they're going to close the gap today and do have a game in hand, is it all doom and gloom or is there still some optimism there? There's got to be optimism. I mean, it's people saying the title's gone, it's slipping away. Yeah, results and performances haven't been good. The transfer window certainly wasn't good. But there's a title race on. Sometimes we're expected in Scotland to have a title race. One team not just run away with it. And you've got to look at the other side as well and Philip Clement coming in making such a difference to a Rangers team that were a shambles under Michael Beale. Um, so the two 
have came together. Celtic underperforming um, a few occasions and you know players dropping out through injury certainly doesn't help. But there's a title race on. That's not to say that Rangers by by some people's imaginations are running away with the title. They're still behind in the title race. So we've certainly got a title race on. But look, Celtic fans are entitled to be angry because let's address the elephant in the room. I think a lot of this just falls in the lap of Brendan Rodgers. Really. Because as soon as he came back, fans should never be back. Fans like Frank should never have been back. And that's before a ball was even kicked. So it was almost like there was a, a group of supporters just waiting, just waiting for something to go wrong. Now, it's happened actually twofold because the team's not playing particularly well and there's been occasions that they've let themselves down, no doubt about it. And the board haven't brought in a couple of signings in January worth three, four, five million, whatever, who improves the starting eleven. So uh, the anger has been directed at both the manager and the board and that's to be expected. Of course it is. But it's still a, a huge opportunity for Celtic and the, and the manager to put things right. Nobody it, can see otherwise. It would be an unwanted record for Rangers to sack a manager mid-season and still win the league. Uh, but Celtic started off weekend one of the championship beating Ross County and Rangers lost the following day to Kilmarnock. Celtic had a three-point start. By the time Michael Beale had proved beyond all doubt that he was no use as Rangers manager, Celtic had an eight-point start on Rangers. And it's all but gone now. It'll be gone by midweek. So, uh, troubled times. And yes, Brendan Rodgers, rather than being inspirational for the Celtic fans, has become... Irritational. Frank Mark was saying there about the fact that you know that there is a title race now. As it stands, Celtic have the points on the board. They are ahead of Rangers. Why? What do you see that makes it slipping away from Celtic? We're just not playing the way we should be. I think Brendan Rodgers is taking back taking his backwards. I just can't see us going any further forward than what you brought us. And as to get back to the point I made about. Nobody should be brought back at the second time as manager. I didn't think Bullock McNeil should have been brought back. I didn't think Neil Lennon should have been brought back for a second time. In my opinion, a club besides the uh, Rangers, Celtic, Chelsea, whatever, uh, you only get one chance at a club like that. Frank, Frank, you, you, honest to goodness. Bullock McNeil, Celtic legend, statue outside the ground, came back and in Celtic's centenary year, wins him a League and Cup double and Frank says he shouldn't have come back. Stupid. Well, thank you to Frank. We will have plenty more reaction to Aberdeen and Celtic's draw earlier on, but there are three o'clock kickoffs on the go, and there is a goal that's gone in as well. Goal flashes with MD Green Pharmacy. Dundee one, Hearts one, and it is Alan Forrest that has the goal. Good play by Lauren Shankland, and the finish by Alan Forrest. So it is all square before there is any other action. Hugh, we need to get this underway as well. Okay. The second half teaser with the slash football for the best football news and opinion online. Right, Dazzler, mm. get the jigsaw puzzle ready. She's coming, she's coming. I have played alongside Killian Sheridan and Dion Dublin. I've been managed by Craig Levine and Stuart McCall. I won silverware in Scotland and England. The last game I played before I retired was as a lone player. Who am I? So, 
played alongside Killian Sheridan and Dion Dublin, managed by Craig Levine and Stuart McCall, won silverware Scotland and in England. And the last game I played before I retired was as a lone player. Who am I? Remember, it is a race at Clyde SSB if you want to see the question out in written form, all that information. And you need to tweet us at Clyde SSB. The correct answer, be in there first and you can get on the podium. Gordon DL, you are suspiciously good at these. How are you faring so far? Please describe suspiciously. What do you mean? Uh, you have tried. Uh, there's Hold a, on. Uh-huh. You've made up. Gordon made up the question. You've taken my phone from me. You barred me from the building. <laughs> I've been in solitary for six uh-huh. six days prior, and I still come up with them. I don't think you should be surprised at people not believing you. I think you've gone through your whole life with people not believing things you've said. Uh, well, well, true. That's why I've been just three just times. see it as an opportunity to prove the doubt or uh, And what's your what's your thoughts on it? Uh, jury's McLean. out What? Jury's out How's your jury out? How could, how could I possibly cheat in that? We'll see how you get on today I've got it already Have you? No <laughs> <laughs> I'm got a bit, I'm going to get the jigsaw going in a minute You guys talk amongst yourselves Good equaliser for Hearts against Dundee Yeah um, I, I said at the start I fancied that for a draw um, Sounds like a good game of football Alan Forrest does a very good job For Hearts and Shanklin made it so uh, it sounds like it's a good even contest what about this for a result in the championship not even a result the game is still going on 57 minutes in Dunfermline nil. Morton 4 Jack yeah. Baird with the 4th what a run they're on Morton Fine. unbelievable you know, someone that looked fourth. in a bit of trouble as well at one point we've got one of these as well on the top flight goal flashes with M&D Green Pharmacy I think he's been looking to add more goals to his game. He got one at Easter Road against Hibs and he's got one today for Rangers at Ibrox. Todd Cantwell makes it Rangers 3, Livingston 0. Yeah, exactly what they needed at the beginning of the centre, uh, second half. But I did say when these games are sometimes tricky to navigate, once you get the first that takes on a familiar part and after that, that'll be three or four. And Rangers, you know, on easy street now... Livingston players will be looking at I the think, I think you make a here. good point as well. It's important for Rangers not to stop here. Obviously, if they go in the same points as Celtic, the goal difference so, so important. It's a good opportunity this afternoon to rack up a few goals against yeah. Livingston. You can only imagine that Livingston will get progressively more tired. They're under tremendous strain from the word go. We're not even at the hour mark. And uh, you know the the energy must be draining from them. Good chance yeah. for the new signing to come on as well, for come on to put him on and Oscar Cortez. Yeah, yeah. give him give him a, a taste of Scottish football. Yeah, Mohamed Diamandi had a bit of a longer winter break, so he's not in the squad today. He's building up his fitness, but Oscar Cortez is ready to go if called upon. Just on that goal, it was Ross McCausland down the right, the cut across the box. And Todd Cantwell with the goal. Interesting as well. Talk about you know the opportunity for Oscar Cortez to come on. It's a good opportunity for Rangers in terms of goal difference because Celtic had the advantage of goal difference on. Were you, were you, were you just saying this? Were you listening? Actually, to me actually, you know, what actually wasn't. Shows you what impact you've got in this show. Not listen to me. You know, you know why I wasn't listening because he was talking. One of these happened. <laughs> <laughs> with M and D Green Pharmacy. Hearts had equalised, but they're behind again. Oh, Dundee, Dundee 2. Hearts 1. A great solo run and a 20-yard shot from Lyle Cameron. He's a good player. Good young player, Lyle Cameron. Often pops up with a goal. 
Yeah, it does got Dundee down to It's funny, in a, in a season where we've, we've lost several managers now in the Premiership, uh, Tony Doherty just comes in after all the years in the shadow of Derek McInnes and he's got the place going. And well done to him. Good coach, Tony. So he is. Obviously, yep. uh, beginning at Dundee United, Ian McCall gave him the chance and very likeable new stuff. Then worked with him at Bristol and then, he, of course, he's been away with Scotland, hasn't he? And, you know, everybody thinks very highly of him. But it's different being a manager from being a first-team coach where you're likeable to the players and you put on sessions. Manager, you need to step back. He's taken to it very well so far. Big step to take as well because coaches tend to do it a lot earlier in their coaching career if they have those ambitions but you know he's, he's, he's taken that route of that. You know, whether it was maybe something that he didn't fancy for a while and then has decided you know a bit later in his career that he wants to do it or whether it's something that he's always wanted to do but was just waiting for the right opportunity well, or just waiting sure, to get the right experience pretty sure he would have been touted for jobs before he would have been in the conversation with certain board members at, at different clubs to be given a chance I just wonder what you think was to give it a go this time round. I mean, oh, what are you doing oh. on Wednesday night? Palmerston Peps two down at home. That's expected, though, isn't yeah, it? Hamilton going well. Hamilton. Kevin O'Hara with the goal for them. And he's sitting. He's sitting mid table, Hugh. So he's okay. It was when he was kind of lingering around. That's to be expected. Hamilton. Hamilton 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 are a good side. Good side. Well, Queen of South are a good side as oh, well, apparently. Well, according to the big guy. What about Luton? Beat Brighton 4 0 midweek. They're now taking 4, four off Newcastle. Against Newcastle. It's at James's Park. The team mm. that people were tipping to have the, the worst season in yeah. Premier League history yeah. and have a lower points total than Derby did in, in that season. Yeah. And, pff, not bad at all. Rob Edwards will get the Celtic job at this rate. Right, let's go back to the phones, shall we? The lines are open if you want to phone in. I think a lot of the interest is in that early result. Aberdeen 1, Celtic 1. John is a Celtic fan in Moss Park. John, how are you feeling this afternoon? Oh, just the same as the rest. Uh, something that I uh, already knew or thought would happen. And I don't know, I spoke to... Um, Mark, I don't know if you remember, Mark, remember I was on about um, Brendan Rodgers going back for a job, but the bit that you'll remember me for, <coughs> excuse me, is I described Joe Hart as a starfish. Aye, aye, I do, John. Aye, aye. Good so, starfish today to save shiny short right enough, yeah. eh? Aye, but <laughs> as I said, he's, he's not a man for a job and some of our... Uh, I mean, Joe, Joe Hart wasn't the problem today, John, was he? If, if anything, he actually no, no, no. was one of Celtic's better players, made, made no, two big yeah, saves. Yeah, I know that, but I was just uh, so that uh, Mark would remember, because you couldn't obviously forget that uh, quote, but I had said earlier, Mark uh, uh, was a wrong man for a job, but I can't believe that the Celtic fans, uh, like myself, uh, how we're not spending money. I had said to your producer there, why did we not go after Mioski? Even if anything else, just to take penalties, because we've not got a player that can score a penalty. So we could <laughs> go him for a song. Why did we not go for him? The minute the ball hit the net today, I thought to myself, somebody's going to come on and say, why didn't they buy Mioski? And to be honest, it's a perfectly valid question. They have the money, he wouldn't have cost a fortune, and he's clearly a very good player. Um, he made... Navrotsky looked very foolish with his goal um, that's why Brendan Rodgers mentioned bravery in the transfer market 
Celtic should have done much better than the two players they brought in in January. The ten players they brought in the previous transfer window, none of them are outstanding success stories. A few of them have been punted already. So the last two windows have been very poor from Celtic and it's a perfectly valid question. Why didn't Celtic even make an inquiry about me, obviously? But we really don't know if they didn't. You know, they might have been behind the scenes and Aberdeen, obviously, desperate to keep him. I agree, I think the boy could go and play uh, with Celtic or Rangers. Of that, there's no doubt. I think he's got terrific ability, right age, everything about it. My worry and concern, if I was Celtic, I'd look at the, the back four it finished today. Um, and you're going into important games and next one away to Hibs you're lucky our Hibs are really poor um, but you're talking about going in and strengthening that area the left back was crying out all day long you've got to put Anthony Ralston now at left back uh, Burnaby get once again gets subbed uh, Brendan Rodgers not too happy because obviously highlighted the pass that led to Aberdeen's goal. So I think they've got bigger troubles to worry them than the centre forward era. I know we're juggling a few things. Just an update from the three o'clock kickoffs. There are three changes for Rangers. Jack Barisic and Matondo off. Ridvan Yilmaz is on. Tom Lawrence is on. And there is a Rangers debut for Oscar Cortez who goes out wide. On the left, Dundee United have equalised against Air United. Tony Watt has the goal. Kelty Hearts 3-0 up against Edinburgh City and Alfie Bavage. Hattrick, John, with the news Rangers are 3-0 up, the the gap will be three points. Rangers with, with a game in hand. How are you feeling about the, the title race at this point? Uh, I'm thinking that Rangers will win it and deservedly so, actually, because uh, we've not done anything as uh, Gordon... They always saying there, who knows, we could have, but I doubt it. I can't believe Aberdeen would turn down money that we've got uh, a wash with, and we can't even get a player like Mioski. As I say, tongue in cheek, even if we go up just to score a penalty, we can't even get a player can score penalties, even when they get two chances at it. But no, we're, we're going backwards. We shouldn't have got um, Rogers. As I said, the uh, uh, December, the uh, Mark. Adam went after a bobble blunt manager. Uh, somebody was a proven manager in Europe. Um, no, I think it's, it's slipping away for us, you know. We can see it. And fair play to Rangers. Uh, they've done their business uh, correctly, you know. And Just on that Boyan Miofsky one, Brendan Rodgers talking about having to be braver in the transfer market, going for ready-made players. Would Boyan Miofsky fit into that category? For you, a player that scored 18 goals in all competitions for Aberdeen last season, has 19 already this season, I think scored four in Europe this uh, campaign yeah. as well. Would command a decent fee? Do you think that he is the, the type of player, maybe not the specific player, but do you think he falls into that category and those are the players that Brendan Rodgers is pushing for? Well, I'd have to think so. When he's scored consistently in this country for an Aberdeen side who have underperformed in his time at the club, then... You've got to say yes, and you take his all-round game. I think it was Daz I mentioned earlier on the goals he scores, the selection of goals he scores. You know, it's not just all put on a plate for him. He can create out of nothing, and he can finish when chances are presented to him as well. So there's no doubt he's got the ability. But I don't know. There seems just to be a, a feeling of snobbery about Celtic Rangers and transfers that they don't want to shop in Scotland. Now, you know, there's two outstanding strikers there. Yeah, you get the feeling, well, you don't get the feeling, it's fact, that they would rather go down south 
to Norwich to a player's third choice and take him over. So then it's, it's different getting him on a, him in on a six month loan than spending however many million on Bojan Miofsky and Lauren Shankland. It's just but, a completely different transfer strategy, isn't it? But well. The optics of it then that That is the problem That's why we're getting callers on here Saying Celtic aren't spending any money If you spend 4 million quid on Miofsky Celtic fans really going to Bat an eyelid Because they've seen him They've seen him here They've seen the damage he can do to them The goals he scores uh, But you go and get a loan player now uh, He might turn out okay But still it's only a loan player you take away that argument, we have invested, we've tried, you you have all seen this guy play up here, he looks great, he scores plenty of goals, if it doesn't work out, the board can say, Look, well what do you want us to do, we've invested, but they'll leave themselves open for criticism. So is that just the debate that Brendan Rodgers is having behind the scenes then, if he feels that those are the types of deals he'd rather go for, but... The ones that the board are sanctioning are I, I think, more projects well, or I, loan deals. I don't know about Miofsky up here with Brendan Rodgers, but I, I tend to think just, Brendan Rodgers is Just that bold in terms of spending four, five, six million pounds well, on a striker. I, I, Brendan Rodgers has been in England where he's splashed millions of pounds and probably fringe players. So he's, he's used to that now. And he's suggested probably to the board players in that price range that they clearly just says, no, no, thank you. This is our model and this is what we stick to. I think and the whole question of recruitment is now crucial for Celtic. They've signed 12 players in two windows. Not one. Not a single one of them has strengthened the team. 12 players. And they will face, a whether it's Brendan Rodgers or his successor as manager, will face a tremendous job shoveling away the players that have been allowed to build up there who are of no use to Celtic Tilly was going back to Australia already 28 minutes he lasted in a Celtic jersey Quan's gone to Mirren Yang is at the Asia Cup but he might as well be in Asia for all the, the UCS to Celtic and so it goes on Navrotsky showing up today Lagabielka didn't even make the bench uh, they have a major problem with players Signed, but unworthy. Well, thank you to John. Remember, we will have the open line in full flow from five o'clock in half an hour's time. So any thoughts you've got on today's action, maybe it's a, a bigger picture view that you've got as well, give us a call 01419511025. We will have plenty of time for calls later. For now, there is lots of action going on in the top flight and across the country. Dundee 2-1 up against Hearts. Hibs still 3-0 down to St Mirren, which is quite something at Easter Road. Motherwell drawing one all with Kilmarnock. Rangers 3-0 up on Livingston and St Johnson are 1-0 up against Ross County. Let's do some wrong answers on the teaser. Do you want oh. to give us that again, Hugh? Yep. I have played alongside Killian Sheridan and Dion Dublin. I've been managed by Craig Levine and Stuart McCall. I won silverware in Scotland and in England and the last game I played before I retired was as a lone player. Who am I? Before we get the wrong answers on Twitter, I see a look on Gordon DL's face. Do you want to show your answer to Hugh Keevans? Gordon DL is the winner. And he's got it again. I'll tell you what, there, there is people on Twitter I see that have got it. Oh, they got it Gordon before Gordon DL me. has done it as well. Fair play. Fair play. The, the funny works. thing is, a bit, right, a bit of this answer. 
It's a great shout from But I was with him not that long. We, we met this guy, <laughs> and he, <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> he didn't even recognise him. <laughs> <laughs> we were we were chatting to him, and he walked away. No, I don't. Oh, I stole lies. I hope he's listening. No, I, listen. I uh, I had a beer with, with this guy. There you go. Uh, don't get don't get me wrong. It was about last year. And I remember I'm going through all that. He might not even be talking about the right guy here. He might have the right name written down, but he might not be able to recognise his face. No, no. By the sounds no, of things. No, no, no. Anyway, before we give away the answer, I'll go through some answers on Twitter. Scott McGowan says Stephen McManus. Close, oh, but... Oh, I guessed him. Paul Eady has gone for Gary Caldwell. Nah. Gillian C says Simon Lappin. Nope. Couple of shouts in there. Scott Knight and Ryan Gemmell say Dean Windass. Oh, No. It's not Dean Windass What a game down south Newcastle 4-4 four, four, four. Oh. Four. What a game It'll be a winner than that And well. still 20 minutes to go Yeah Ryan Blair Is Been sent off For Dumbarton A second bookable offence For him Yes Match of the day On the Betamax That's the job Plenty of goals here Yeah Probably Tottenham about Drawn two each as well Probably about 15 minutes to go In the top flight Of course there will be more than that As well Just given Injury time and what is added on for VAR calls, etc. Once we dance the Carol King, that's the tonight's music. Carol King. Yeah. Why, why? Why have you selected that for tonight? Because it was on the telly last night and we taped it. Oh. Okay. Still, but, still love you. Go for taped. Yes. Taped it. <laughs> we taped it. We're not listening to the wireless. We're taping things on the. Remember, telly. people used to tape over. Something. Hope you've yeah. not. Ta- yeah. Aye. Hope you've not taped over a, a Tony Bennett or something like oh, that. No, you're no, hoping no, no. to I watch again. Roadshow. I don't let Mrs. Keevan speak when Tony Bennett's on in case she speaks <laughs> over him. Well, Livingston are about to make another three substitutions. They have already made three, but it is because Leon Balligan's injury will go down as a concussion injury. So each team oh. will get an extra substitution. Well, just the way it works out. You don't see it happen often, but. Uh, David Martindale clearly feeling that he needs to make changes so that will be more than half of his team that has changed from the start of the game Fabio Silva has had an acrobatic volley that's gone wide this will be the first time David's lost with 17 players Uh, 3-0 it is to Rangers where is their potential we've still got a bit of time but potential for late drama it's been a good one between Dundee and Hearts Roger Hanna saying at half time it was it was interesting and entertaining. No way back for Hibs. It's just a case of trying to give the fans something, isn't it? Especially for the new signings. You know, well, three changes at half time anyway, so they have to come on and make a positive impact in the game. But I'd be very surprised if there are very many Hibs fans still on that ground because they'll be there for the booze. Who, well, yeah, yeah that, that's the only reason you stay to. To just vent your anger. Hugh would strike me as a stay to boo type oh, of character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would be throwing his scarf onto the pitch, one yeah. of those fans. I'd be in the house and I'd be taking off my bonnet and throwing it. Or what, waving the what, white What other levels is it? Is it booing, throwing your scarf, and then it's top of the pile, throwing your season ticket? Yeah. Is that, is that yeah. top oh, of the pile? I've seen that, yeah. Yeah, I had Infermo nil Morton five. Michael Garrity that's a with good, the goal. That's a goodbye, James McPake scoreline. You've got everybody to sack the day here. You're right on it. Imagine yeah. if every other industry worked like football, though. Right. You had a bad day at your work. You're getting and the you're going home going, I'm getting sacked by the <laughs> Roger Hanna says, Hugh always stays for the booze. Spelled slightly <laughs> differently. 
Uh, Dunfermline would still be six points above our broth at the bottom of the table with a game in hand as it stands. I'm They're glad a newly I, promoted I side as well. For the league this year. And a pre- you t- so sure you did. You tipped Dunfermline to go straight up yeah. and then win the league. Yeah. I thought they looked strong. Did think they looked strong. How wrong could I be? Mm. But there's something behind that result. I mean, they, they have an injury crisis or something. Five nil down at home, with every respect to Doogie Emery and to Morton, who have been terrific. But five nothing at Dunfermline. We played a young team last night. You missed a cracker. Told you yeah. to come up. It was that windy at Peter's Hill Park that the goalkeepers couldn't kick the ball at the 18 yard box. It was <laughs> one of those ones kicked. And coming back. back at you. Oh, that was t- the score? total football. 2 2. Nick Montgomery special. That was, I was, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. You've got them, you've got them going now, haven't you? 2 2. Aye, 2 good, good result. We're entertaining, but pleasing on the eye. <laughs> <laughs> come, come and watch as you'll see goals. Guaranteed. Can you bet in our games? <laughs> Very responsible. Both teams to score. A <laughs> hey, Brendan Rod. I didn't see this actually earlier on that there was a banner in the Celtic end at Pitodre saying Celtic board on your heads be it. Well, this is the start of it. You know, the, the, there always comes a point where the Celtic fans crack, and uh, this is the start of it. Uh, when that ba- now everyone's be, be, remember that banner was taken to the game when Celtic were five points clear. At kick-off at 12.30, Celtic were five points clear. And that banner has been kept in reserve because the fans didn't think that Celtic would win the game. In fairness, it may well have gone up before the game started. I think it it was was proactive rather than reactive. Well, well, even so, Andrew, in other words, you put the banner up when your team were five points clear at the top of the league. Now, that tells you that there's a problem and it runs deep into the soul of the Celtic supporters and let me tell you it's not going away two changes for Rangers it will be the end of the afternoon for a Fabio Silva he's gone off mm. Ross McCausland has gone off Dessers and right on there is a penalty to Hearts now who Ooh. takes it is the big question no, George Grant. Grant took it last time He's just been subbed off. Oh. So, Lauren Shankland back on penalty duties oh. for Hearts. He's missed his last three, however. The AR oh. Review That's with M&D Green Pharmacy. He might not even get the chance to take it. It is being reviewed at the moment, but he, I mean, he would love to be able to, to put that right and get back to... To scoring ways from the spot. He certainly would. See if he scores it, then Grant's Is he playing back the on, next do you one. Think? Who's, who, yeah. who takes the penalty kicks? Because Grant's got Shantling an argument. Pulls rank yeah. if he scores it. Do-do. He's got the armband, hasn't he? I would have thought so, yeah. I think he, I think he maybe just needs one to get back in the groove. Because what was it, 14 consecutive that he scored? Three, something uh, like that, and then three. missed three in a row. If so you miss we'll four see. in a row, though, you're a laughing stock. Yeah, it's not great, is it? But we will see still no decision either way on whether that one will be given and whether he will get the chance well the penalty has been given Lauren Shankland steps up to take misses goal flashes with M&D Green Pharmacy I think I did you with the eyes there there we go Lauren Shankland scores it's 2 all in that game Hearts are back in it Lauren Shankland scores from the spot today set one up and scored one and that is why he is so important to Hearts it just sounds like an honest to goodness great football match Mm -hmm. Uh, you know 
ebbing and flowing and um, one team the lead then the other the, so terrific entertainment at the end Carson did get a touch on that one I think Lauren Shanklin may have been sweating a little bit but it doesn't, doesn't matter, matter. It's ended up in the in the back of the net that's what goal scorers yeah. do it will be interesting to see but you would think Lauren Shanklin will I be taking we'll get a winner on that game we'll do, get a winner do you think so yeah yeah yep. How yeah. long to go in the fixtures? About 10 minutes ten or minutes. so to go. There will be some, some added time as well. Some are running ahead of others, but I think around 10 minutes to go in, in most of the Premiership games anyway. Plenty of goals to come. His mother will come on still 1-1. One, one. It's very, one all, yeah. it's been very quiet. Pretty, from pretty quiet from Fur Park. Not a whole lot happening. There is a turnaround at Somerset Park. Scott Brown's Air United went 1-0 up against Dundee United, oh. but it's now 2-1 to Dundee United. Oh, United. Ross Doherty who I think was described recently by Jim Goodwin as the best midfielder in the championship on form. He's back from injury and has scored for Dundee United. No sign of Van Veen yet. No, number I haven't 99. seen any changes. Yes. Number 99. 99, I know. 99 yeah. yeah. Are you having that? Nah. I'm, a bit of a, I'm a bit of a stickler for squad numbers. I like them to be organised. I don't like Just 99s and, in and stuff like that. Can't name a player, give him the same number as a Cohen. Yeah, somebody else is 99. Who's 99? There's somebody else. Uh, Danilo for Rangers Danilo. is 99, isn't That's he? That's right. Hooper was 88. 88, uh, yeah. Been a few. Celtic don't mind that, do they? So there been a few 88s Eight. and 67s. When Yama was, Yama he was 67. Yeah, he had no idea why he was given that. I don't think <laughs> he was. Ah, okay, 67. Must be doing the pecking order do you, do, 67. Do you, I, I was before my time, but do you ask for the numbers? Do you. No. And say, Look, I want to be. Oh, I, re- I reckon player. a lot of players would do yeah. these days, yeah. Uh-huh. I would imagine the way it works now because it's a bigger thing now than it would have been previously. I reckon you're probably given a list of Available. what is available and then you can kind of pick uh, whatever you want. I bet that. Why be 1962? <laughs> what would you have been? 1962. 1962? Is yeah. that your phone number? Oh, when I was born. <laughs> it's 1962. You born 1962. Well done, Hugh. You worked that one right how, out how, there. How old is that then? 61, 62 in March. That is a fiddle. Yeah. I went to senior secondary school in 62. Did you? Yeah. I just... <laughs> That's amazing. Because you just... When I see just two old guys... You know, you <laughs> oh, just, no, I mean, what do you mean two old guys? <laughs> one old guy. The, old. The no gr- one was it. One old guy in the, great, the great thing about sitting at this side of the desk is I look across the desk and see three old guys. Hey, so. Andrew, oh. come on. Me and you are close in, in terms of the way we're looking at these two, however. Look. What do you mean, Cyril Dessers has come on. He'll be wanting to make his mark after scoring sure. three and three and seeing Fabio Silva score, but he's missed a very good chance. The cross falls to him, blazes it over the bar. That's not what he wants to be doing. Do you know the first two callers that we had on the Celtic Sporters actually had... John, the Celtic supporter, who said that Rangers will now win the title. So, that's. I wonder if that feeling will be replicated at five o'clock when we take more calls. But the Rangers fans, for once, don't care if Dessos has missed a sitter because they're thinking we might have this title wrapped up. You get these momentum shifts throughout the season, don't you? Especially, I think in the last few seasons, certainly at this point, it's it's been open. But as the months tick on closer to the end of the season there have been quite a few seasons of late where there hasn't really been any sort of title race but there can be one week where it looks as if one team are in the ascendancy and, and the other aren't and then it 
it changes and it switches quite a lot. Well, by the time we come back here next Saturday, there could be a new team at the top of the league. Uh, we are on Monday to Friday as well, by yeah, the way, for anyone at home. Yeah, but you need to wait until Wednesday till Celtic play in Edinburgh. Um, so, uh, the, we have had John. Easter Road exporter. also looks like the place to go at the moment. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. But John, the Celtic supporter, tonight or this afternoon at around four o'clock, was the first to say Celtic will not win the title and Rangers will. Now, can we have your response, please? Yeah, looking forward to hearing some of the opinions from whoever is out there when the open line kicks off from five o'clock. So get your thinking caps on, get your arguments ready. 01419511025. We will speak to you after these three o'clock games are finished. Probably around five minutes to go in most of the games, plus any added time that we've got as well. I think Ross County St. Johnson running slightly ahead of schedule. Um, it's 1-0 to St. Johnston still in that game there's a VAR check for a Motherwell penalty Ooh. Spittle played for it according to Fraser Wisher there was contact but Don Robertson said no Kilmarnock players not happy no penalty given but the big news there Kevin Van Veen is coming on ah. Ooh, is, cannot, it, is it written in the stars no, he cannot come on come on score. Kev come on no. his last 11 games in Scottish football Scored in every single one of them 14 goals in those 11 games Wow Terrific I mean he To a, a chorus of boos yeah. From the Motherwell that, supporters that will, The pantomime villain he is now That will only inspire him Because he's that type of guy He thrives on ego And he would just love to score And he'd go straight to the Motherwell fans Because uh their fight is not his fight anymore Fraser Wissert says there are some fans though that have given him a good reception so it is a bit mixed Rangers almost with a fourth there Ridvan Yilmaz with a strike from distance actually hits the bar from Ridvan Yilmaz so Rangers still pushing to try and close that goal difference gap at the top as well it will be just a three point gap with one game in hand and they will get the chance to play before Celtic this week when is the game in hand scheduled for? Valentine's Day. So a week on Wednesday. Uh, I'll be busy. It'll be a massacre then. <laughs> Shug, you and I will be busy. Well, I've already told Mark Wilson to book me a restaurant. Oh, I know where you're going. <laughs> yeah. We won't, we won't no give chance. anything away. It'll be a surprise, won't it, for Mrs. Yeah. Stevens? Yeah, we certainly will. Yeah. <laughs> quack, quack. I just think of the yellow arches. That's all she needs to yeah. know. Quack, quack. It would certainly be a surprise when I ask her for half of the money. <laughs> <laughs> going Dutch. That's generous yeah, of so you. Normally you're yeah. asking for the full amount. So no, we've, no, no, we've no. missed a, a big Anna, Anna lift there and back. Do you still go out on Valentine's Day, do you? Hold Are that you thought. With MD Green Pharmacy. He scored from the penalty spot. He's now scored again. Dundee 2, Hearts 3. Lauren Shanklin remains a Hearts player and remains a Hearts goal scorer. 16 league goals. It was a quick break, an angled drive from the edge of the box. He's the top goal scorer in the division. A fantastic goal, and it could well be the winner for Hearts. A man who is irreplaceable. Um, 49 goals for Hearts now One off that half century uh, So And he's been there a season and a half yeah. As well Yeah so Unbelievable return And he's he, done it everywhere he's went Apart from Belgium Where 
find it difficult to fit in. But relegation every, threatened side as well, which yeah. is tough. But here, you know, he's a proven goal scorer. Um, what would Hearts do without him? Really? Said there'd be a winner there, and I he think did. that might just be he, the end. Of, he did. You called him, Mark. I've got to say that. Um, but the boys are right. Uh, when you've got a guy like that on your side, you're always confident you can go and win games, and he's certainly proven that. I mean, there was so much talk about how much would Hearts accept for him and how much he was worth to the team, but if he can continue to have days like this, Hearts will finish third and yeah. they will get their millions that Lauren Shanklin has played a big part to help them getting. And maybe they'll increase his money again, but as I say, the end of this season is the moment in his professional life. He's got to make a decision that will impact on the remainder of his professional life and you know he's a professional footballer and therefore in the game to make money. A testament to his mentality as well because there has been a lot of talk about him whether there was any substance and any interest but there has been the contract talks as well which we all know has taken place. Clearly doesn't let it get to him whatsoever is not letting it affect his performances. The only thing he's concentrating on is playing, performing, winning and scoring. Yeah, that's that's the old football cliche when they're asked about it. I'm only concentrating my next game, but buying closed doors, of course he'll be thinking about the contract. How much can Hearts go to? Is it worth signing? But I suppose some players then carry that into a match day and you see players' performances vary, whereas he's still scoring important goals and performing well. Without doubt. Um, So he has got a strong character. But I like his story, Andrew, because that feeds into his character as well, where he was at, um, you know... He then trained to be a PT, didn't he? Because he was a bit overweight as a as a younger player, trained to be a PT. So he's had to do the hard yards to get to where he is. And he deserves his opportunity, whether that be a lucrative contract at Hearts or a move somewhere else. But certainly a space on I the th- plane to the Euros, that's uh, for sure. As much, uh, Do you know some that's the point I was going to pick up on? I think as much as he's focused on Hearts and now scoring goals, I think he's obviously got one eye in the Euros and he'll certainly be on that plane because he was only in the last squad because of a late call off yeah. wasn't he so you think on current form he will be right in with a shout and he couldn't be doing much more to be in Steve Clark's thoughts at the moment he should be the number one pick we, we the says the in Georgia Sagers. when he, he, he come on he's, he's the one guy that looks like scoring and what does he do he comes on and scores so he's right he's <laughs> no one is doing no one eligible to play for us up front is doing what he's doing. Therefore, for me, he's the number one choice. Right, Hugh, before there is any more late drama, let's wrap this up. The second half teaser. With the scottishsun.co.uk slash football. For the best football news and opinion online. I have played alongside Killian Sheridan and Dion Dublin. I've been managed by Craig Levine and Stuart McCall. I won silverware in Scotland and in England and the last game I played before I retired was as a lone player. I am Stephen Hughes. Yes, the man Gordon DL couldn't pick out a lineup. It is Stephen <laughs> Hughes is the answer. You did get the answer mm-hmm. to the teaser though, Gordon. Again on the leaderboard, Fraser HK, who's been on the first and second half leaderboard uh, podium as well for both the teasers and second place Michael Donati, but quicker than everyone, Adam Colville. It's Stephen Hughes. Good knowledge. Good Good teaser. Yeah, yeah. You've got to know your stuff. Always good knowledge out there from the listeners. We are into injury time in all of the Scottish Premiership games. A lot of 
Uh, full-time scores have happened down the divisions as well. There is a sitter wide from Mayenda for Hibs as they look to get some sort of consolation. Three minutes added at Easter Road, four minutes added at Fur Park, five minutes added at Dens Park, which is the real big one, you'd say. I mean, of course, at Fur Park, it is still all square. Can Dundee get back at Hearts? Three added at Ibrooks. I think Shankland has knocked the stuffing out of Dundee. Um, inspirational yet again and the what do they do if he does decide to go honestly try and get as much money as possible yeah, for him yeah but you know guy walks in 49 goals now in under 80 games magnificent yeah I mean the way Stephen Naismith was talking about him recently was essentially saying that I don't think he quite said he is a hearts legend right now but basically said he's, he's on the way to becoming one well, the, the way he, he's playing his football you have to be careful with that stuff John Robertson the ace yeah. of hearts you know I, I I personally didn't see a better heart centre forward than Robbo yeah to be doesn't co- mean he's better than Robbo just means yeah. that he's he's been a, like, a top player for the club to be a legend at any club is a massive ask Andrew you've got to be careful Say that to Stephen Naismith. (laughs) (laughs) I knew the way you were saying that, what you were meaning. I thought you were going to say win a cup or something like that. No, no, no. I'll just leave that one there with you. I'm glad that's the way Glen Afton fans think of you. Anyway, we already have a full time result, (laughs) and it's at Easter Road, Dalyton. Yes, Volta here at Easter Road, Hibernia nil, St Mirren 3 and boos have just rung out from the stands and the few fans left inside the stadium. There was no second half comeback from Hibs this week. The damage was done in the first half as St Mirren raced out to a three-goal lead and Hibs looked really shell-shocked after that third goal hit the back of the net just before half-time and that whistle really looks to have saved the home side's flushes. A header from former heavy Alex Gogic put the away side in the lead and they made it 2-0 from the penalty spot as Greg Kilty put it down the middle after they were awarded the spot kick for handball. Mikel Mandron made it dreamland for the travelling St Mirren fans when he nodded home from the back post from a Boyd Munts corner to make it three on the brink of half-time. A triple change for the home side that half-time. Levitt, Tavares and Uen came off for Vente, Mayenda and Mariah Welsh. And they did start the brighter side. Marlita backed it up and turned the defender, but his shot went just into the side netting. And right near the end of the game, new signing Eliza Mayenda put it wide and just inside the six-yard box, right on the whistle. The frantic nature of the first half wasn't to be found really in the second half as the Saints were happy to sit in soak up that pressure and they were absolutely resolute in defence but they did still look dangerous on the counter-attack Olusanya almost played in Jameson to extend the Saints lead near the end of the game Boyd Muntz was a real standout for St Mirren in the middle of the park two assists for him today but you'd imagine big questions may now be asked of manager Nick Montgomery the few Hibs fans left in the stadium here are really not happy with what they've seen from their side today full time here in Edinburgh Hibs nil, St Mirren 3 Yes, what a result for St Mirren. Quite the opposite for Hebs. We have some more full-time results as well. How about for Park, Fraser Wisher? Yeah, finished here Motherwell 1, Kilmarnock 1. A decent performance by Motherwell. Lost an early goal to Lewis Mayo. Volley from 20 yards, but fought back with Theo Bay equalised in the 38th minute. And Motherwell did look the more likely team to get the winner in the second half, although neither goalkeeper was particularly troubled during those 45 minutes. Motherwell would be better side in the first half. Not a lot of goal-mouth action. The two goals are the best 
pieces of work in the whole 45 minutes 13th minute the opener Kelly had a spell of pressure Armstrong cross was cleared but only to the edge of the box and Lewis Mayo just took charge of it pushed almost a, a colleague out of the way and hit a left foot volley from 20 yards he got over the ball low shot in off the post through a forest of legs 13th minute deserved equaliser Blair Spittle the best player on the park with a lovely pass to put Tio Bear through one and one from the halfway line with goalkeeper Will Dennis Kelly claimed it was offside but Bear kept his cool to score low past the advancing Kilmarnock goalkeeper Andy Halliday then tested Dennis with a back post header at the start of the second half Spittle with a free kick to the back post a good low save by Dennis and Mother continued to have the better the play Kelly struggling to get up the part and create anything through on Greg Stewart and Rory McKenzie at the other end Harry Payton burst into the box and shot across goal but wide the high ball was blowing into the wind and it was causing problems for Liam Kelly it bounced in the six yard box and just over the bar but as time drifted towards the end of the game little happening the rain came on driving with the wind into the players faces Bear and Spittle try to combine well they couldn't get that clear cut chance and very few chances at either end but George Gent did bring out a good save in 90th minute from Dennis with a right foot shot keeping it full stretch to his right to push the ball away Kevin Van Veen much talked about this week came on after 86 minutes mixed reception for the Motherwell fans he got the biggest cheer of the second half when in the last minute of stoppage time he was shown the yellow card for kicking the ball away I have to say the players did okay considering the conditions. A decent performance by Motherwell and Kelly not at their best. I think Danny McInnes will be happy to take a point from a difficult away game. Full time at Fir Park, Motherwell 1, Kilmarnock at 1. It's also full time at Ibrox, David Friel. Full time, Andrew Rangers 3, Livy 0. Three goals to Rangers, three points to Rangers, and you just wonder how big a day this will be in the title race going forward. Celtic Straw, Aberdeen at lunchtime gave Philip Clement's side the chance to close the gap at the top, and they took it as everybody expected them to. They swept past Livingston with very, very little fuss. The gap at the top, to say, is now three points, but Rangers do have a game in hand against Ross County on Valentine's Day, with the goal difference sitting at just two. Rangers clearly have their sights set on top spot now. This is a mismatch, basically, Livy are now 16 league games without a win Rangers spent the entire 90 minutes attacking the only surprise was that Levy held out for 40 minutes but that was when Fabio Silva scored his first goal for Rangers to put them ahead Borna Barisic's corner was played back towards him and the Wolves lone start volleyed in with the aid of a deflection first half injury time it was 2-0 Rabi Matondo he was excellent for an hour he broke into space on the left angle of the box and his low shot was deflected in it was game over at that point but Rangers kept coming for more in the second half and Todd Cantwell made it 3-0 in 56 minutes Ross McCausland he was also excellent in the right wing he picked out the midfielder and he's finished simply too much power for Samal George Rangers were home and hose at that stage at that stage they handed a debut to Oscar Cortez who looked like enough out in the left wing they could have added more goals late on as well Cyril Dessers he came on as a sub for Fabio Silva he missed a sitter after a cross fell to him in the box Ridvan Neilmaz also hit the bar but Rangers settled for the three goals and the three points the only negative for Philip Clement was an injury to Leon Balligan we'll see how bad that is but this could be a pivotal moment pivotal day in the season full time Rangers 3 Livingston 0 sounded like a good one at Dens Park full time Roger Hanna Full time Andrew Dundee to Hearts 3. Where would the Jambos be without Lawrence Shankland? They twice fell behind here against Dundee in their own patch, but they stormed back twice to equalise. One teed up by Shankland, one scored by Shankland, and there was still time for a dramatic late winner from the Scotland centre forward. It's moved the Jambos 12 points clear of Kelly in the fight for third place. It's now eight goals in eight games for Shankland, 22 in all competitions this season, and he even managed to go over his penalty curse. He started by hitting the post early on. His heart started brightly, but they fell behind. 
at 26 minutes. Luke McCown's cross converted at the back post by Jordan McGee. That was a huge boost for the hopes. The, the hosts, they could have gone further ahead. Malachi Boateng and Michael Mellon both went close. Shanklin was then off target and Trevor Carson had to make saves from Alan Forrest and Alec Cockham before the break. The D missed a guilt-edged opportunity for 2-0 in the restart. Beck's free kick knocked over the bar by Lee Ashtoff and they paid the penalty when Hearts levelled in 55. Shanklin, the creator, a lovely turn spin inside the box. He fed it to Alan Forrest for a nice finish past Carson for 1-1. That lead lasted only four minutes. A superb solo goal for the host from Lyle Cameron getting the ball in midfield, charging forward and blazing a 20-yard shot past Xander Clark for 2-1. But it was 2-2, 11 minutes from the end. Referee Graham Granger penalising Owen Dodson for a handball. It was confirmed by Var Grant Irvin with George Grant off. Shanklin, who had missed his last three penalties, took the ball and put it past Trevor Carson, although the goalkeeper did get a hand to it. Much to Shanklin's um, anxiety for a moment or two. That was 2-2. Did he almost made it 3-2 and Beck's shot blocked in the box, but it's a host push for a winner. They were caught on the break. Shanklin to substitute Kenny Vargas. Back to Shanklin. A low finish from the edge of the box past Carson for 3-2. He celebrated with the Jambo fans behind that goal. Stephen Smith will be celebrating, managing to keep his coveted number nine at least to the end of the season. Dundee 2, Hearts 3. Well, what a day across Scotland. So much action, so many goals and a lot of good storylines as well. We've still got an hour to go here and we want to hear from you. 0141 951 1025. Celtic fans, what do you make of that one-all draw against Aberdeen earlier on? Rangers fans, how do you feel now that you've closed the gap to three points with a game in hand? Maybe you're a St Mirren fan that is delighted with that big win away at Easter Road or a Hibs fan who is worried following that same scoreline and Hearts fans, Lauren Shankland what a day he has had what a day Hearts had as well a good game between Motherwell and Kilmarnock as well get all your thoughts in 0141 951 1025